Hey there, welcome to Beyond the Bikini podcast, where you can enhance your body and your mind. My name is Nicole Ferrier, exercise science grad, certified personal trainer, bikini competitor, and coach. On this podcast, you will learn more about my experience in the fitness industry, competing in bikini competitions, mental health, and how to gain more success in your own life in your fitness journey. So sit back, relax, or power through this cardio session and enjoy. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Beyond the Bikini Radio. And I thought it would be fun to do a whole episode on why your body might not be responding. Because I'm telling you guys, when I started my fitness journey, I was so confused on why I wasn't seeing results faster. And I get it, you know, humans are impatient in nature, but there's honestly a lot of things that I thought I was doing right that were actually wrong. And hopefully this episode can bring more clarity to any of you guys who might feel like you're being stagnant, your body's not responding or changing, and you're feeling frustrated. So we're just going to dive right into today's episode and start with the first point of the reason why your body might not be changing and responding. The biggest thing that I see is number one is going to be you're sending your body mixed signals. And what I mean by this is you're not being specific enough. Maybe your goals aren't specific enough. Maybe your training isn't specific enough. Or number two, you're just someone that really enjoys everything. So you're constantly incorporating everything at once. So I'm someone that fell in love with the gym and I started training by doing a lot of cardio. I find this being really common for women in general, but I loved doing cardio, but then I also loved doing like body weight exercises, but then I also loved weight training, but then I also loved like riding my bike and doing like long distance bike rides and running outside. And honestly, my body didn't respond because it was like confused. (laughs) The body replicates the signal that you send it the most. So what I mean by that is if you are a marathon runner and you're training for marathons and it's your thing and it's your jam and it's what you love, your body is going to emulate that and and reflect that. Um, Think about even like Olympic level athletes. When you think about different sports and their specialties, you'll notice that everybody's body is a little bit different, okay? Someone who is... um, you know, a thrower, the shock put is going to look a lot different than the person who is doing pole vault in track and field. Um, Someone that is a sprinter is going to look a lot different than someone who is running a longer duration for that track meet. So everyone's body is going to look different because it's going to reflect that specified training. And the, the big issue too with ladies who are cardio bunnies, but then they're also resistance training, is those two signals specifically contradict each other. So when you are doing endurance-based training, what you are telling your body to do is be small and efficient, right? Because then your body has to lift less weight um, and it has, um, like with the endurance and being smaller, you know, just it makes sense instead of like being heavier and having more weight to carry, you know, on a 10 mile run. Now, when you are weight training, you are telling your body to build muscle and get stronger. That contradicts the whole endurance-based training. So with running specifically, which this was me, 
doing these long distance runs. Running is actually really hard on the body and breaks down muscle tissue. And when I was mixing long endurance running, mixed with weight training, mixed with under eating, how can the body change? Okay, we have too many different signals going on here and we're combining that with not consuming enough food. So nothing was dialed in there despite all my hard work and efforts. So if you're someone that is struggling with that mixed signal, what I would recommend is getting really specific with your goals. Most women come to me and they're wanting to work on body composition and looking leaner and getting stronger. So in that case, your training program should primarily focus on resistance training. I also recommend there being kind of like a baseline of cardio and a little bit of movement in there because daily movement is just going to be helpful when it comes to digestion and just feeling good and recovery. And then having like a baseline of cardio, which could look as little as three sessions of cardio for 10 minutes long in duration. That baseline of cardio is going to carry on over into those heavier compound lifts and help you recover from them. Because if you're not doing any cardio altogether, it can be challenging when you have something on your program like a walking lunge or a deadlift and a back squat. So you want to have that specific program and you want to follow it for a prolonged period of time, okay? Do not change your workout every single day. Do not change your workout every single week. You need to be on that program for weeks on end, even as long as 12 weeks and even you know longer than that, as long as you're still progressively overloading and making progress in that workout, then you're gonna be good to go. And progress can look like um, increasing your weights, increasing your volume, improving your form and performance within that skill, that is all signs that you're making progress in the right direction. Just a side note, guys, as I'm recording this podcast episode, I feel like the construction crew decided to kick in and start their little trucks and start working again. So I do apologize if you hear any background noise in today's episode. Let's move on to the next point of the reason why you're not seeing change in your body, and that is you are impatient, okay? This kind of goes with, you know, switching programs all the time and um, not seeing results. It's because you're on something for a short period of time, and then you're off something, and then you're on something, and then you're off something. Being impatient is, I think, a lot of people's struggle. And what can help you overcome this impatient nature is setting a SMART goal. This is something that is going to be specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-bound. And if you can't do that, then odds are your goal is going to feel unattainable um, or could even be unrealistic. If your goal is something like fat loss, you need to be realistic with that goal. So shooting for around, you know, a half a pound to a pound per week is great little baby steps in the right direction. If your goal is to get stronger and you're not collecting any sort of like data to see if you're getting stronger each and every single week or each and every single month, um, it's going to be hard to monitor that and really feel good about your program if you don't have those variables to go off of. So being impatient really doesn't solve anything. Instead of looking at your fitness goals too, as you have to achieve your goal body by summer or by next year, why don't you just think about the long term, right? Because if you're in your 20s or your 30s or your 40s, 
I would hope that you still got plenty of years ahead of you where you should still be having healthy habits and taking care of yourself. Like there is no end goal and making fitness a part of your life and having a sustainable routine should, you know, last for years and years and years. So stop putting some sort of end date or end goal or some time that you just expect that rainbows and butterflies are going to fly from the sky and then all of your goals are just going to fall into your lap. It doesn't work like that. And I think that that is okay. Um, For me, there's always going to be something to work on. Like I'm very proud and happy with my body and where I'm currently at, but I still feel like there's areas that I can improve. Does that mean I hate myself or hate my body? No, (laughs) that does not mean that at all. But I always feel like there's something that could be a little bit better or I could be a little bit more flexible or a little bit more stronger. Like, And I don't think that there's anything wrong with that, just looking at yourself as a consistent work in progress. And you can be proud of where you're at, but still want to improve upon that as well. Okay, let's talk about the next major mistake and the reason why your body's not responding, and that is you really don't have any clear plan, okay? This is the program hopper. This is the person who is just following their favorite fitness influencers, workouts, or nutrition. This is the person who is tracking macros and then doing keto and then doing Whole30 and then doing all these different diets, okay? You don't have a clear plan, And if you don't have a clear plan and it looks like a maj podge of everything, um, again, going back to that first point, you're sending mixed signals and your body's going to be very confused. And also you're just going to be feeling frustrated and unorganized, which is not helpful for anyone. I recommend that you really sit down with yourself and, uh, and ask yourself, let's talk about nutrition at this point. What is a nutrition... I don't know, overview that you can see yourself doing for a long period of time, okay? For myself, I'm gonna ask myself this, okay? What would be something that I could do for the long term? Would it be a meal plan? No, it wouldn't be for me because that would feel too rigid and too strict for me. Would it be something like keto? No, because I know that I really genuinely enjoy carbohydrates and I know that that would be too restrictive for my my everyday life. Would it be tracking macros? Yeah, I think that that could work for me because that doesn't feel overly restricted. Plus, that allows for me to collect data, which I really love because I want something to assess. So again, finding a plan that works for you is going to vary person to person, but really stick with something that fits into your life and that you don't have to change your whole life for. Um, Don't get me wrong. I mean, if you've never tracked macros before and you start tracking, it can feel like, wow, like this is definitely time consuming. But with time, it should become easier. Um, And what I like about macros is like you don't have to like cut out any of your favorite foods. Like you really learn moderation. And I feel like that's a skill that can carry over into the rest of your life. But again, choose a type of nutrition protocols that is going to fit into your life. Okay, the next reason why your body might not be responding and changing is you are literally second-guessing everything that you're doing. And this could be the person that feels like they're doing a good job and then they see someone else at the gym and they have some small talk and then they second-guess everything. 
or they're feeling pretty good on their diet and then they talk to a coworker and then they put their coworker puts in their two cents of their diet or whatever and then they start second guessing everything. When you start second guessing everything and you are taking so much feedback from the outside world, you are really going to screw yourself over. Okay? Um especially if you have hired a coach. Okay. If you have a specific plan and you hired a coach and then you start second guessing everything and changing it all the time, again, really going back to point one again, you're sending mixed signals, the body is going to be confused, you are going to feel unorganized and you are not going to succeed. You have to stop second guessing yourself and the thing is, is you're going to have bad weeks on your fitness journey. You're going to have weeks where maybe you don't lose weight if your goal is weight loss, or maybe you don't get stronger that week, even though that's your goal right now is to build muscle and get stronger. You're going to have rough weeks. And that is because my friend, you are a human being. You're going to have weeks where you're stressed out for the ladies out there. You're always going to have your monthly cycle, which can throw you for a loop and you are not going to feel the same each and every single day. And so if you are second guessing yourself because maybe you had a rough week, you really need to also sit back and ask yourself, is it the plan or is it some other stuff in my life that's going on? Is it, is it the plan or is it that my sleep sucks or that I'm stressed out from X, Y, and Z? Um, if it's those other life-based things, then look into it because you're not going to be able to optimize that plan either and reap all the benefits if you are, let's say, sleeping five hours a night or if you're struggling with stress management or if you're struggling with a job that you hate. Like Those are all going to be aspects that you need to take into consideration. And so before you second-guess your plan, really look at all of those life factors. And also another thing too, before you second guess your plan, and let's say you're working with a coach or you're on some sort of set program that you felt confident in when you purchased it. um, Are you really following it? (laughs) Are you following it accurately? Are you really doing your, if are you really putting in the work? Let's, let's be honest with ourselves. And if the answer is no, and you know that you can do better, You can create a game plan from there on where you feel like you can improve. If you're someone that is like following macros and tracking them and you're like, coach, I'm tracking my macros and I'm not seeing any changes. But then your coach says you're not hitting your macros consistently. Okay, how can we apply that? How can we hit our macros consistently? How can we plan ahead in order to do that? Um, Where am I falling short? Where can I do better? And are there any questions that I can ask my coach to get more help and more support? So really have to kind of give yourself some tough love if you are in that second guessing position because second guessing can cause like overanalyzing, which normally causes lack of action, Um, analysis, paralysis, they call it. Okay, the next point is the reason why you might not be responding or changing is you're honestly just not monitoring everything. Ladies, (laughs) stop just weighing yourself to track progress. Stop that. That's not helpful. You need to track everything. You need to track your measurements. You need to track progress pictures. You need to track how clothes are fitting. You need to track your performance, your digestion, your sleep, your periods, your um, overall energy. You need to track literally everything because if you're only tracking your weight, 
there are so many times where I've completely changed a client's body composition and their weight has not changed. I know, kind of seems like a mind death in a way. But I see it happen time and time again where their progress pictures are changing or the measurements are changing or they have honestly gained weight and gained a ton of muscle mass and they're looking incredible and totally different, yet they feel like they're failing in a way because they think that the scale should be changing. Do not just go off of the scale for monitoring progress, okay? You really need to track everything because how can you also recognize something's not working for you if you're only grabbing one piece of data. You can't. For my clients, I am asking for so much at their check-ins and I know it can be a pain in the butt and annoying to fill out all that information and I do do the same thing for myself. Um, I fill out my own you know, log sheet and it's great because it really allows for me to ask myself those hard questions and dive in deep for the week instead of just like blindly flying through the week and not having any sort of connection to my biofeedback or really just how my body is feeling and responding. So collecting as many variables as possible and taking time to assess them. The more you collect, the more you have to go off of and that allows for more areas to focus in on and even improve. So let's say you are doing really well with hitting your macros and maybe even hitting your training and your cardio. Okay, now let's look at your daily activity and steps or maybe your sleep or your digestion. You know, there's always going to be something that you can improve and the more data, the better and make sure that you're collecting as much as you can. The last one, and this is kind of... um. I don't know, just a little, a little thing, but it it actually is huge. And that is going to be the reason why your body isn't responding or changing is you just are not eating enough. Okay. Um, I know that a lot of ladies, we were told to just eat as little as possible and, you know, exercise an excessive amount and then our body's going to change, but your body is burnt out and that's why it's not changing. Um, if you've been dieting year after year after year after year and you have never taken time away from dieting and feeding your body enough, your body's not going to change. And if you guys have been following me here on Instagram or Beyond the Bikini Radio, you're going to know that I talk a lot about reverse dieting because it is very common. And I see people who are overweight and they are really frustrated and they get so scared when I say, hey, Becky, you need to eat more. You're only eating 1,200 calories a day and you're working out two hours, five times a week. That's too much. And you're wondering why you're tired and you have no libido and your body is inflamed and your digestion sucks and you can't lose weight. No one's body is going to be able to run optimally on 1,200 calories a day, especially if you're an adult female. So if you're never taking time to feed your body enough, if you're never taking a break from dieting, you're not going to see progress. And this is something that had to slap me in the face over and over again myself. I was so scared of weighing over a certain amount or I was so scared of letting go of my double zero genes. And it was hard for me to allow for that skill to change and allow for these stupid rules that I had laid out for myself. It was hard for me to let go of that. But when I did, I noticed so much change, not only in my physique, but also just in my life. I noticed that I was going out on date nights and I felt amazing and that I didn't feel guilty after eating like a cupcake or ice cream or having, you know, that glass of wine that I wanted. And my quality of life improved significantly. 
So ladies, stop fearing the food, okay? Odds are that's the number one reason why you're not where you want to be with your body because a chronically deprived body is also going to reflect that with your hormonal health as well. And um, hormones are, you know, they create harmony in our body. And if they're off, then everything else on the outside isn't going to be able to be in a good place either. And I think a lot of people are walking around and not feeling good and they don't realize that they don't feel good. They think they feel okay. They're like, oh, I feel good. I feel okay. And then it's like, but but do you really feel good? Or are you struggling with chronic fatigue and inflammation and stress and horrible gut issues? Like, what are you really struggling with? Or are you just like overlooking it and kind of like tucking it away and thinking everything's going to be okay? So you need to be eating enough in order to change your physique. All right, guys. So I hope that this episode was helpful for you. If it did resonate with you, let me know. You can always tag me. I'm your host, Nicole Ferrier at Nicole Ferry Fitness on Instagram. I know that a lot of people are going to be struggling with these similar things going into the 2022 new year. Wow, that was a tongue twister. Um, so if any of these resonated with you, let me know. Um, I hope that you're working on them and you are starting to see the results that you deserve because, you know, Fitness is fun. It's it's fun to pay attention to your goals and your t- nutrition, but let's be honest, we all want to see our body improving and thriving and that's all I want for you as well as to, you know, thrive in your best and your strongest body. So, I hope you guys have a good one and I will see you in the next episode. Hey guys, on the Beyond the Bikini podcast, you know I talk a lot about training and nutrition. Trust me, it can be hard to hit the gym consistently, track your macros to a T, and feel like you're making progress. So rather you're a newbie in the gym or someone who's been hitting the gym consistently but possibly hit a plateau, then I recommend you check out my one-on-one coaching. No, I do not only coach prep clients, but I coach lifestyle clients as well. I would love to hear more about your goals, so feel free to apply for my one-on-one coaching down below at the link. There we can discuss what you're wanting to accomplish in the gym with your relationship with food and how I can help you reach your goals.